All right. So we've done one episode so far. Let's get rolling. Um, let's get rolling. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Let me get this stuff synced up. Okay. So like I said in the previous video um, that I put out talking about how uh, last time I did this was pretty scripted. And I think the problem with that is I just tend to get really stiff. So I kind of my general idea we want to talk about. So where we last, last left off in episode one uh, was acceptance and starting off school. So once you get into the school and you're in, you're accepted in BSSM, um, when you get to Reading, we're going to kind of cover today what that first week looks like. And again, I know it seems like we're inching along here at snail's pace, but first week has a lot to cover. Um, and then we'll start getting further and further into it. But the, the first couple months are really big. The first week really being one of the biggest. And so I'll kind of break down what my experience was like, what I did, what happened, and uh, how, how it all broke down. So uh, like we ended with, you're required to read When Heaven Invades Earth. So that's one of the first big things. Um, if you haven't read When Heaven Invades Earth, you don't know about it. That's one of like the pillars of Bethel's theology. Now there's a thing that's been addressed time and time again. And um, when they did Bethel Revisited, they, they talked about it again there. But uh, this is really the big thing is the canonical understanding of Christ within Bethel. And I think is a huge part of their theology. Now, Beth, now Bill's going back trying to explain it, saying he does a, agree that Jesus was God. But then he also has preached after that, saying that Jesus has performed miracles as man. And this is kind of the big linchpin, cornerstone, really dividing line with Bethel. I think that's that people got to work with. So um, we'll, we'll address that and we'll keep going. So right off the bat, and when heaven invades earth, it's in the first like 15, 20 pages. And I wish I still had all my copies. I had like over 30 or 40 books from Bethel. Um, but we'll be going, I'll be listing them and going over them as we come across them. But in the first few pages of when heaven invades earth, it talks about, and Bill has said this in sermons too. We can get, I'll see if I can find the audio clips uh, where he said stuff like, one of the big things is that if he believes that Jesus has performed miracles as God, he's reduced to a spectator. But if believes that Jesus has performed miracles as a man in right relationship or perfect relationship with a God, he now has a responsibility to walk that out. Now, that is a, as a general synopsis, but that is the big part of it. So Bill does preach this, that, we, that, Bill, that Jesus was a model for us to perform miracles. That's the idea, that Jesus was the example of what a, a fully man, not God, but just what man and perfect relationship with God can do. Now, Again, we'll get back to the Bethel part, but just kind of the question I ask people a lot now when they're kind of the charismatic camp, I ask, did Jesus perform miracles as man, as God, or as man and God? And you'd be surprised how many charismatics will say, well, he performed miracles as man. And it's like, well, yes, he did, but it's man and God. And the reason why I say man, a lot of them will say man is because this, this theology that Bill pushes of how Jesus performed miracles as a man in perfect relationship with God. How he, they use that, that, I think it's Philippians 2 or Philippians 4, how he emptied himself. They use that as an explanation of how Jesus completely emptied himself of all divinity, even of being God. But the question is, when did God change? Because we know that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so he can't not be God at any point, um, which is a big thing. So, all right, so you have to read Heaven Invades Earth. And that's, that's kind of laying the foundation of your theology of Bethel. You got to read that. And there's also a book report they have to do on it. It's like a questionnaire you have to fill out. And so they want to know that you read it. 
So I got to Bethel about a week before school started, and uh, this time Reading, I stayed at an apartment. I believe it was Smoke Tree Apartments. I believe it was right across from the Food Max, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Um, now uh, I live with four, other, three other guys. So it was four guys, two bedrooms, one bath. Rent was like I think my rent between all of them was like three hundred fifty bucks a month. So my rent was next to nothing. Uh, paper within walls, you know, rice and bean in it. Um, but I had no vehicle, and so I rode with my buddy um, to to school, the church, the first day, first church service. Now, mind you, I've never heard any of Bill's sermons. I never listened to Jesus Culture. I didn't know anything about Bethel. I literally was just like, let's get off off out off the boat and into California kind of thing, um, and just go to California. So I didn't know anything about this. So we get to church. The church isn't as big as I thought it was going to be. It was very much a smaller church because there were some churches even in my hometown that were that felt bigger. Um, so I was surprised by that. But there's kind of like the main parking lot, the big hill you go up with all the nation's flags, the alabaster house or the prayer house on the left, and then you have the main school, the main sanctuary with the parking lot, glass doors, Hebrews cafe. There's a long hall, fireside room in the rat, right? That's where second year met, and the, and the first year's met in the main sanctuary. At least while I was there, we met in the main sanctuary. At this point, class was maybe three or 400 students. I don't think we were that big. Maybe 500? I don't think it was 500. I think it was like 450. But we're going to church, and so it's first church service. And mind you, I, I grew up in a very small town. And so for me, I thought like going to the, um, like, I'll, I'll, my first question was like how to get on the worship team. Again, not knowing who, how big of a deal Jesus Culture, Brian, Jen Johnson were all becoming, I didn't know this. So my first day at the church, I literally just walk right up to the stage. Like I walk onto the stage and I just say, hey, how do you get on the worship team? And it was like Kim Walker, Chris Keela, all these people were there, Jeffrey Cundy. And they're like, uh, who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm a student. And they're like, you know, what are you trying to do? It's like, I'm trying to get on the worship team. And they're like, yeah, you got to wait till school starts and all that stuff. And I, I didn't really make think much of it. I made a total fool of myself, but thankfully I didn't know. Um, also, I was wearing a shirt that said Poop on Satan. I got a youth conference and I digged everywhere I could. So Bethel used to have a social media thing called Been Up To. And it was kind of Bethel School Supernatural Ministries Facebook. And I made a Facebook, my, my little Been Up To page. And Benny Johnson uh, saw my shirt and she loved it. It was my first day at the church. And she's like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. Are you a student? I said, yeah. Took a picture with her. I searched far and wide for it. Still trying to find it. I can't find it, but it was like the big deal. I got a picture of Benny Johnson day one with my poop on Satan shirt. She loved it. Um, anyways, so first day I had a sermon. I didn't really think much of the service until we did the fire tunnel. So right off the bat, there was fire tunnels. And like, that was like, this is before school even started. And I thought, because at my church we did fire tunnels. I was like, sure, I'll, I'll go jump in. So I went to go join the fire tunnel to pray for people. I got pulled aside immediately. It's like, listen, you can't minister to people until you're in second year. You have to be like, you know, because I'm used to a very small town church. So I'm like, just go up there and pray. You are not allowed to pray for people, minister to people, prophesy people until you're cleared halfway through first year or you're a second year student. And everyone has their tags. We all have name tags um, that have first year, second year, third year on there. You can see who's who. I didn't have a name tag yet because school didn't start. I never really was one to get like drunk in the spirit. Um, I, I know I always saw people around me. And for me, I was always like, I would get excited and it was more emotional than actual physical, but I, I never really got like, quote unquote, drunk in the spirit where I was like uncontrollable laughter. And this is kind of a theme for me throughout the Bethel school because we'd have people coming in and, and doing this and I would just, I would have to either fake it or I would just, my, eventually my reasoning was, I just have a really big barrel. It takes a lot for me to get drunk. 
and I just never got really drunk in the spirit. Now I would have moments of like, I would feel like total peace or like humility or like I would be crying and I just a really tender moment, I guess you say in the Lord, but I never got like the crazy drunken laughter. Um, I got denied doing the fire tunnel, you know, got no big deal. I, I didn't think much of it. Um, met some second year students that are really cool. Uh, got to connect with some other first year students, um, had some great connections, went home, basically got ready for school uh, for that week. We started, we get there and uh, it's just a worship service. And so Brian Johnson's leading worship with Jen Johnson's, the A team, we call them the A team, which is like all the top people are playing drums. I mean, playing, playing the worship team, full out, just awesome team. And we have worship for like an hour and a half for right away. It's just like everyone's hungry, everyone's there, and it's just like wild worship for an hour and a half right off the bat. But your first week of school is all about just kind of orientation, finding out, okay, what we're going to be learning about. They kind of break down who the teachers are, who you need to know. Uh, I want to say it was Mark Brown. It could be a different last name, but Mark was the head of first year. Uh, he had a background as a plumber and then eventually became a the superintendent for first year, I guess. I don't know how he got there, but he did. He, you would hear him speak a lot. We'd hear from Bill Johnson a lot, from Chris Valentin a lot. Chris is actually the head of the school, if you guys don't know. Bill technically doesn't have a role in the school, but Chris is like the actual school was his ideas, but Bill will obviously speak at it. Uh, then Eric Johnson would speak a lot. Sometimes we'd get Brian, we'd get Jen. Sometimes we get Gabe Valenzuela, who's one of the second year. I think he's the second year director now. Um, sometimes you get other revival group pastors speaking. Uh, ben Armstrong, he's a guy who speaks at Bethel a lot. He was a revival group pastor for a while. Class with Heidi Baker, and there's plenty of clips of like, you know, we would Heidi and Roland sometimes, and we would just be people getting drunk in the spirit, praying. And sometimes I would go for two or three hours. Like there was this structure, but also utterly and totally disorganized. The first bit was a little just like, it was kind of like drinking from a fire hose because you're establishing small groups or your, your revival groups. And then Thursday's your revival group breakout day. And then you have small groups in your revival groups and just all kinds of stuff. So that first week is just getting everything ironed out. We're learning our schedule, learning the books we're going to be reading, getting the copies of a lot of our books. So they would disperse a lot of the books as it was time to read them. Sometimes you get some ahead of time. Um, if there's a new release, a lot of times we'd get that. So like Benny Johnson's Happy Intercessor came up or when Bill Johnson's um, Strengthen Yourself in the Lord came out, we got that. But that that was kind of the idea. So once you get the idea of school, then you eventually meet with your revival group in person. This is kind of like your your core within, your, within the school. So you have like the main school and then you have your revival group. Now your revival group has people that you're going to be being held accountable with, you're going to be doing life with, that you're going to have like almost like a small church within a church. You meet weekly with. You, a lot of times you meet at your RGP's house. Um, you know, it was like a core group. We would do lunches together, dinners together, all kinds of stuff. My Rob group pastor was John K. Lehinohumoku. Uh, I'll say it one more time. John K. Lehinohumoku. And his wife was Barbara K. Lehinohumoku. And they both had their own revival group pastor, own revival groups, but we'd meet together a lot. And then within your revival group, you would then vote for small groups. Uh, you would you would be assigned a group, you know, uh, guys with guys, girls with girls, and then you would vote within your small group who would be the small group leader. And then that person was kind of an arbitrary vote, just kind of pray about it, and whoever got voted voted. Um, and then from there, that person then would become that that, that would lead like you would have Bible studies weekly with this, with this group. So like our small group met met weekly, and we had Bible studies together, and we prayed together and dreamed together, did all of our stuff. That was like our small group. Now, um, uh, the revival group I was in had a couple uh, people in there that you may be familiar with. Uh, one of them being, um, you know, uh, Stephanie Frizzell, who's now a Gretzinger. Um, love her to death. She's amazing. 
I, I had a, honestly still her, her um her brother was actually my roommate in second year. Love that guy to death. We still text every now and then. Love these people. Um, that, that's that's something to be keep just be aware of as we're going through these things. Is that like it's hard for me to talk about all this because I still I'm not like buddy buddies, but I know them know them, and I I see their stuff on Instagram and Facebook, and like we would still cross paths even after Bethel, and like. I haven't like called them up and talked to them and stuff, but like, you know, I live with these, some of these people for quite a while. And so I still have a hard time to just be fully transparent. I still have a hard time with the idea of like, I have a hard time calling Bethel a cult sometimes. And like, I forget who I was talking to is another, um, another YouTuber. I was talking to a little bit and he's like, he kind of broke it down to me. I'm like, you're right. It, you're right. And he just stung when he said that. And it made me realize just how close I still am to this. Cause I still feel that like I have a hard time calling Bethel a cult still. Um, even though he explains like, listen, it meets all the criteria. I'm like, you're right. It does. And I see it. It's just, I still personally just be tri- just honest with you guys. I have a hard time calling it a cult. Like I do not that I disagree with that label. I think it's just because it's like when you're someone who was in there for so long, it's like, man, do I call it a cult? Was I in a cult? Was I in a cult? I was in a cult. <laughs> and you're like, God, that's weird to say. It's weird to think about and it's hard to process. And you're like, there's a part of you that's like super thankful by God's grace. You're out of it. But another part of you is like, gosh, what happened? How'd I get there? Um, so yeah. Um, but so you have, you have your revival groups and get together and you kind of have each revival group has kind of their own focus of what they do and what they go through. Um, and that's on Thursdays. And then on after worship, so you have your worship. There's kind of a small lesson, then breakout for revival groups. And then it was uh, Fridays, you had worship lesson, and then you met with small groups. Um, and that was kind of the general week. And so once you got that figured out, at that point, you're kind of going over all the stuff you got to be, all the books you're going to be reading. So like our criteria, we got the Jack Hate for Hand Bible, uh, God's Generals. The, a lot of stuff we worked through was the, um, uh, the workbooks that Chris has, so Supernatural Ways of Royalty, um, Supernatural Ways of Prophetic. Um, all that stuff. And you'd go through that through school. Um, but um, yeah, let's talk a bit. Actually, I think what I'm going to do is now I'm going to talk more about the outreach part and treasure hunts. So we'll, we'll start with that. Mm-hmm. 